everyone. Thank you for coming. Uh, this is going to have to be very, very fast because this has been squeezed in between um, uh, lunch, obviously, and um, uh, the trip to New York getting together. And I know a lot of you are involved in that. So, um, so um, really, really um, good to see you all. I think there'll be more if we were offering alcohol, as Richard said. Um, but next time, perhaps. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm the one who's nagged, poked, prodded, um, put up posters. Um, to get you writing and taking snaps, and you've done marvellously. So we've had a right old time judging you. Um, so Sam's just going to say a word. He's my new technical grammar assistant on the block, and he's amazed by what you produce. Um, and then we'll announce the prizes, and, um, and, and then you will all um, get a chance to see what we've been looking at. So, yeah. Can I just say congratulations to all of you, because as you probably know, creativity is very dear, very close to my heart. And I'm full of admiration for the fact that so many of you have joined in, and I'm full of admiration for the work that you produce. So thank you very much, Hertwood students. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a mid-20th-century French philosopher. You weren't expecting that, were Roland Barthes uh, has a word that he uses to describe a thing that all extraordinary photographs have. Uh, he uses the word punctum which is the thing that kind of punctures through the image and turns it from an ordinary image into something completely extraordinary. Um, and I think you could probably use the same idea and apply it to poetry as well. What's the word again? Punctum. Punctum. Yeah, careful. With an ordinary poem, it becomes extraordinary at the point where there's an element that just takes it out of what you expect it to be, just something that's beyond the ordinary. Um, and the problem that Louise and I and everyone else that pitched in, Tom, had with all of this incredible material we had, was just how very, very good it was. Um, there was so much extraordinary material in there um, that the process of actually choosing who walks away with the prize became a kind of ludicrous and torturous uh, uh, kind of exercise. Um, but choose we, we did and, and choose we had to. Um, uh, but if you didn't walk away, if you don't walk away with the prize today, that doesn't mean that the work that you created was not extraordinary, in fact, far from it. The level of the, the quality of the material that we had this year and just the range and the depth of it was just pretty mind-blowing, to be honest. There's so much potential in the room. So thank you for all uh, contributing. Um, and uh, maybe the words of Beckett will help us if we don't quite win the prize. What is it? He says, try again, yes, yes. fail again, fail better. Fail harder, keep going. You've got this. And, you, okay, and so. you haven't lost until you give up, and, yeah. uh, so don't give up. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to echo it, and I'm going to announce first the winners of the poetry competition. Um, but just to reiterate, what we've done with all your brilliant stuff here <laughs> is, um, is turn it into a, a publication. And all of you who have entered will find yourselves represented in that. Um, and we hope that you'll be pleased with what you find. So we'll give out the two poetry prizes, we'll give out the two photography prizes, um, and then we'll reveal the wonderful catalogue. So please, those of you who haven't got to rush off, um, please kind of stay, and, stay and, and, and talk to us, please, yeah. about your creativity, about what you've achieved. Do stay um, for your book. Yeah, and do Don't stay for your book. Your Don't book. go without mm. your book. Um, so very, very difficult with the poetry, as, as we've said. So we've actually chosen, rather than a first prize, uh, and, a, and a second, we've chosen two first prizes. So I think it's appropriate, probably, that I announce them both together, do you think? Yes, please do. Okay, so um, you'll find that they're very, very different poems, um, and I think they're very representative of the whole kind of changing nature of poetry today. 
Um, and our two winners, our two winners in this category are... Drum roll. Drum roll. <laughs> Drum roll. Okay. Sophie Miller. changing, rearranging the things that I was taught and the things that I believe caught up in one and I think I want to leave because none of it makes sense. They are good and we are bad and sometimes mad, crazy girlfriends or a tease, someone to please. I need a rebellion but they're so goddamn Machiavellian. I stare at a blank piece of paper and my life spreading across it. I remember being five and turning up to World Book Day dressed as Dennis the Menace. <laughs> so did this other boy, let's call him Paris. And my teacher called me out of class, said that I'd been crass, that he was upset, that I should apologize, change my disguise, be a girl character. <laughs> what even is that? Should I wear a big hat or a skirt or a dress? It seemed like a mess, but I took it on the chin and learnt my lesson. Cause boys get to be boys and girls get to be broken. Because it's our job to be peaceful, filled with patience and no regrets. And they forget, but we never do. And our rage fills up inside us, but stays quiet. Three years later, there was a play. I wanted a part, a way to prove that I was good. Um, just misunderstood, without having to fall on my knees, I ended up being part of the bees. We said buzz on stage and frolicked around in dresses covered in fuzz. Paris was a hero and saved the pretty girl in our year from a dragon. And I was back at zero. Flash forward to 11, thinking we were grown-ups, it was heaven, and yet again we were pulled back down to earth, told that we would have to give birth to a boy if we were lucky. And as we were taught about that blood that literally erupts from us once a month like some very painful flood, boys were in the playground learning how to cut someone up, how to hurt without remorse, not taught that they could be the source of so much hatred, never taught to make peace, never told to hold their tongues or hold their lungs filled with hate, whilst only breathing out love. At 14, there was a dance, and I waited in a trance for someone to ask me, then I could agree, finally be the princess that I'd been trained up to be. The ball came and went, and I persuaded myself to be content with the ideas that other were, others were happy, to prevent the pain of growing up. Maybe it just wasn't supposed to be me. But now I sit in class and learn about war caused by men. We live in a world ruled by them, to the point where we don't know how to say no, or they don't know how to hear it, and it's not endearing. I don't want your hands on my thighs, it makes me want to cry. And then you tell me that you love me and that this is how it's supposed to be. But I feel like I've missed something in the book of life where they said that they could rule our lives too, 
but I've had a breakthrough. Because you're asking me to write about peace when all of me is at war. A war with the way that I was treated, depleted, defeated. I don't need a peace, I need a voice. A way to make a choice about who I want to be. Let me be free. Let me sing and dance and own short skirts without the fear of the question. But what were you wearing? Mm. I don't want rules, I want consequences. No double standards or slanders or catcalls or waterfalls of anxiety when I walk down the street. But maybe you were right if this is going to be complete. If we can have the peace we so rightly deserve, maybe we just can't swerve. Maybe I've got to pluck up the nerve to say all of this to your face and watch you sink to the floor as I end this war, this war that you started. great economy here from Jade. Um, now to accompany this, and we'll get them out later so you can see them, uh, were a whole sequence of, of very beautiful photographs taken, um, I suspect, from your walk from the lodge uh, in the morning and back uh, to the house. Really beautiful. And this little poem, which is called Nuances, uh, accompanied. And in the catalogue you'll see another, another poem and image um, from Jade as well. She really caught the zeitgeist of photo verse, of photograph and image. So off you go. Forgive me this sudden change of appearance, I'm trying to endear myself to you. I'd endure the recklessness of weather, pepper my face with frost, or shroud myself in swaths of thick, thick mist. I'd dust pale pink across my features, dusky and soft as it rolled down the incline of my cheek. And as the world turns, I'd soak in a golden glow, if only you'd appreciate my efforts. Mm. So the, the runner-up prize is, and I don't think he's here unfortunately, I asked him to come, but I think he's here. The runner-up prize is uh, an A1 student, an A1 photography student called Walter Wu. <laughs> is uh, Jude Al Khalifa with, with this photograph here. She is the most amazing designer, and she has turned your creative brilliance into something that you can that you can be really thoroughly proud of. 
Um, and I suspect something that will stay hanging about in this particular space for quite some time um, to share with other potential students who are coming. So, um, so please, if you've got to rush off to New York, <laughs> can, we, can, can I come? Um, can we all come? But come and get your book if you, if you have got to go off. Um, but otherwise, please come and just take a look at the books and, and, and claim the them. I'm going to get the list. The names, yes, I've got the names, so I will tick you off. Okay. So, um, but again, sorry, just one thing before you all go. Um, I'm known as the lady who kind of nags and pushes and shoves and tries to get you to be creative and inspirational. Um, our team at Muse will be loading these images up. In fact, um, Sam's already gone some way towards doing that. So from this afternoon, a lot of this work will be up on Muse. <coughs> just hit the Muse button on the internet and it takes you straight to it. Um, always, always, always looking out for people to think, to create, to write, to, you know, to kind of uh, to get involved. Um, but also, um, I'm about to launch another Foil Young Poet competition, which will end at the end of this term. Unfortunately, that cuts out the second years because it has to be, you have to be been not, not a, under 18. Um, but uh, any of you who fall into that category, please uh, come talk to me about it. Take a look on the poetry board opposite the bank, the, the money machine down there. Um, and, and please, pretty please, get involved. We've already had one young Foil Poet in the school before. <laughs> Um, and it would be great to add to that for roll call. But please come and talk to me or Sam or to Tom um, or to Richard about any kind of element of creativity. If you want to get involved, um, it really matters. So um, it really matters for your soul, but it also matters for your CV. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, but please come up and take a look at the books. We're going to put some down here so you can look at them, I think. So. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.